the Alarms Emergency Podcast in this corner with the Brian Campbell Professional Wrestling Edition. Uh, I'm Hanson Nicostos, the Silver King, Adam Silverstein, the man whose name is on the marquee, the Brian Campbell. Why are we here for this emergency podcast? Because we have major breaking news as it concerns WWE TLC, tables, ladders, and chairs coming up this Sunday. The news, Roman Reigns is out of the main event. Kurt Angle is in. That is right. Kurt Angle, 48 years old, replacing Roman Reigns in the main event. He will team with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins to take on Kane, The Bar, The Miz, and Braun Strowman in the main event. But it's not just Roman Reigns that's out. Bray Wyatt is also out. And replacing Bray will be AJ Styles against the Demon King Finn Balor. It really does sound like we're making this up. This is actually true. WWE released it earlier. And WWE also released a statement to CBS Sports. And I quote, We have confirmed that three of our performers, the third likely being Bo Dallas, the real-life brother of Bray Wyatt. We have confirmed that three of our performers have been diagnosed with a viral infection. As a precautionary measure, we are ensuring in-ring performers and staff are tested and immunized. Immunized? How do I say that word? Immunized? immunized. (laughs) You had it in Are tested and immunized, immunized in accordance with immunized, <laughs> immunized in accordance with recommended medical guidelines. Brian Campbell, wow, this is a lot to digest. This is major news. This is such major news that when this tweet came out and I saw it in real time and instantly hit the replies, two people said, "Oh, this this their account got hacked," and I believed it for five seconds. I believed that their account got hacked because your your first you know initial reaction is. We're going to see Kurt Angle now. This is a WrestleMania situation. Obviously, let's say first and foremost, the health of Bray Wyatt, the health of Roman Reigns, potentially the health of Bo Dallas, who we haven't seen on TV in three weeks now. That is first and foremost here. We wish them well, speedy recovery, that this doesn't spread like wildfire around the WWE locker room. Outside of that, the biggest news by far in this is that Kurt Angle, a WrestleMania-type storyline, coming back in the ring, WWE breaking class glass in case of emergency, and making sure that the show must go on, which, Nick, they always make sure the show must go on. But wow, like, let's take a moment and actually digest this. Wow, the top star in the company, Roman Reigns, is out of the pay-per-view. The show must go on, not with, like, somebody else from SmackDown plugged in, with Kurt Angle. You got a question right off the top. They need to make a big enough splash that they will hold your intrigue. And I think splash-wise, they are holding our intrigue, maybe even keeping us more intrigued, more curious oh, to see what... It's not even close. It's, it's, you're much more intrigued now than you were but, two but hours Nick, ago, right? It's feel, not even close. But feel this grounder. Was Angle the right replacement when there's no build, no buzz, no lead-in, and him coming back in any form is a WrestleMania storyline. I well, think. What are you supposed to do? It's the main event of a pay-per-view. You just lost your biggest star, but due, due to an unforeseen circumstance, I, I applaud WWE for this. Listen, this is show business, baby. The show's got to go on. And look, I know people are going to complain and such, but what about the live gate? The people that bought tickets here, that with Roman Reigns being the biggest star on the show, and now all of a sudden Roman Reigns isn't on the show. What are they going to do? But Bobby Roode in the main event? I mean, it's it's no slight of Bobby Roode, but is Bobby Roode going to put asses in the seats the way Kurt Angle puts asses in the seats? It's a Brilliant move by WWE, and they'll figure it out in the storyline moving forward here, and there's a lot to get to angle in this match, what kind of 
bumps is he going to take here? But I applaud WWE stepping up to the plate, taking a really bad situation. And Bri, it's not just the main event. It's not just Kurt Angle replacing Roman Reigns. How about now we get a dream match now where we were all really devastated about you know, Sister Abigail against the Demon King Finn Balor. Instead, <laughs> we get regular Finn Balor against AJ Styles, two former Bullet Club leaders. Oh my God, that's going to be well, awesome. I said the, the pay-per-view is going to be better. I said the most important part was the health of Wyatt and Reigns. I said the biggest news was Angle coming back, but the thing that gets me, Brian, the Brian Campbell, the most excited without question is the dream match. Guys, this is a real dream match. There's so much five-star potential in AJ versus Finn that it's ridiculous. So much storyline potential when you go back and figure that they were both heads of the Bullet Club in New Japan and AJ replaced Finn the day he left. But when you mix that with the fact that I sat here this week and complained about this pumpkin match, this Bray versus Finn thing so badly, saying I just want it to go away, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to report on it, I want to act like it never happened, Nick, it's gone away, and it's been replaced by gold. So don't get me wrong, I wasn't criticizing the angle substitution in the beginning. I'm just saying, I'm asking really, I'm discussing saying, was that the best move? Of all the potential people they could have brought back in or pulled over from SmackDown. Give me a better one. Give me a better one. What uh, would you have done? I'm saying, you know, let, let's talk about the options. Speed up Samoa Joe's recovery. That's not big enough. Yes. Brock Lesnar may have been big Speed enough. Speed up his recovery. What if he's not? What, That's what, why I'm. Okay. So, but you wave a magic wand and the guy's healthy. But star wise, maybe not there. I think the only other options would have been Brock or AJ in this spot. So you have to ask yourself, which one would have given you the biggest you know, keeping eyeballs on the product, the angle's probably the best move in that regard. But it's almost like this bittersweet feeling knowing it was supposed to be special, whether it was going to be Triple H at Mania or was it going to be him against Jason Jordan and some father versus son. Now he's filling the Roman Reigns role as lead babyface, and I just have a weird feeling about that. Um, Silver King here, what are your thoughts here um, initially on Angle being hot-shotted into this match? So it, it makes me really curious whether this is the planned direction for survivor series like you knew this was going to be a five on five match in survivor series so my assumption always and and maybe it was just me kind of looking for the easy road was all right you're going to get jason jordan and matt hardy and then it's going to be a five on five match and that's how they're going to go but maybe the way they were going to go with this was kurt angle and jason jordan joining the shield and maybe that's what they were going to do and maybe because of that they just kind of made their shot uh, you know a week earlier or a month early i'm sorry but what would I have done? You know, there's a guy sitting out there. He's a free agent, and he just got moved over to the Raw brand. I call John Cena, and I say, John, you're the face of the company, man, still with Roman Reigns. Can you make some time in your schedule to come in and do this match? I don't know. It wouldn't be as big of a deal as Kurt Angle. I'm much more excited now that Kurt Angle's in this match. Don't get me wrong. This is the move that if you still had to sell tickets and you still wanted to sell subscriptions, Kurt Angle's the move. But John Cena's probably easier. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, Cena could have been a viable choice as well. But like you said, I mean— we're all fans here. Who the hell wants to see John Cena in that match? We right. want to see Kurt Angle in this match. And and here's the bottom line. Kurt Angle was coming back. Like, there's no question about that. Like, this wasn't just like, oh, Roman's sick. Um, hey, Kurt, like, we really need you to fill in here. Like, you're 48 years old. You're not sure if you want to come back. Everyone knows that Angle's coming back. It was just a matter of when we were going to see him in the ring again. And I'll say this. Look, selfishly, as a fan, and of course, Bri, I echo your sentiments. We want Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, and Bo Dallas to get well. But selfishly, as a fan, we got Kurt Angle back sooner now in the ring. And now that it's coming up this Sunday night, and I may have not have been that excited for this pay-per-view. And now my excitement level is through the roof because Kurt Angle's in. Yeah, I mean, that's the victory for WWE. Whether I question whether, you know, 
know, Angle or AJ or, or, or you know, Brock Lesnar and, and, and Cena is a great call as well, obviously, by the Silver King. This does win. They, they This was a victorious move by them. This is how you react when there's such a last-minute scatter, scatter situation. Obviously, financially, they're not going to let the card die. So this was a very strong replacement in just the sense of curiosity to get your eyeballs on the situation. And what has me intrigued the most of this is not just to see how Angle looks, but more importantly, to see what WWE does with the storyline. Because I've Absolutely. always said that WWE is at their best when they have to scramble. I thought when Rollins got injured at the end of 2015, when he had the belt, they quickly scrambled. They threw together a tournament. It turned into a Roman Reigns-Sheamus feud that I thought was pretty well done for a while. Vince McMahon involved there. Is that, my timeline's on that correctly, right? Rollins' yeah. injury at the end of 2015 leads into that tournament. It brought intrigue on Raw for a few weeks. It was... It's it's always good in my mind to see them. I mean, they kind of do a lot of things last minute anyway, but to see them really forced to say, all right, you know, everything's flipped upside down. Get all your best ideas here. Let's figure out the best one. So that does leave me interested to see whatever plans they thought they had entering Survivor Series. Now, who knows if they can keep them? What's, is, wow. Angle, is Angle going to be a one-off where we just basically say, all right, this is going to be a fun, violent match, and then you're back in the GM role? Or do they no say, chance. Angle's back in it. We might as well keep going. He's going to be part of this. He's going to have a hand in the storyline with the Shield that's going to, leave to lead to however they were planning on ending the Shield reunion. I want to see now what they can do on short notice storyline, much more importantly than what I, I want to see on what 48-year-old Angle can still do in terms of like bumping off of Braun Strowman. And we know he can. We know he can. Kurt's been in the ring in the past year. He's been incredibly fought. Cody Rhodes like two weeks before WrestleMania in a, in a local promotion in Connecticut. I mean, he could still do things, but I want to see how they implement that in to the story, Nick. Do you think that's yeah, going to happen? I mean, or do you I think mean, that's look, a one-off? Look, I, oh, I think, think Angle's going to be a part of it. I mean, we talked about the bridge needing to be built to WrestleMania, right? To the Royal Rumble. What better person to put on that bridge than Kurt Angle to make this happen? I think this means Angle. I don't think it means he's going to wrestle every single Monday Night Raw. I don't think that's going to be the case. But I think this means the, the semi-regular return of Kurt Angle to a WWE ring. And really... How could it not be? Like I said, this is not just like, oh, hey, Kurt, you think you can do this? It's a one-off, and then it's, he's going to be out of the storyline. I don't think there's any chance that's the case. I just, I just, I just don't believe it. I mean, it just doesn't make sense if, if that were true. My question now is, what kind of Kurt Angle are we going to see in the ring? Because this is going to be a violent match. It's going to be a match where everyone's taking crazy bumps. Kurt's 48. He's got a screwed-up neck. I'm kind of nervous to watch Kurt bump around the ring on Sunday. I, I'll be honest, I really am. You mean he has a broken freaking neck, not a screwed a broken, up neck. A, a broken freaking neck, a screwed up neck. <laughs> well, all, all the injuries for Kurt Angle. I mean, I, I don't really want to see this guy take tons of huge bumps. I will say one thing. There's a report out there. I think it's from Ryan Satin of Pro Wrestling Sheet that they've known about this for obviously a day or two or maybe three. And they went through some you know possible options here. Like you said, Nick, they didn't just say, oh, hey, Kurt, can you do this? You know, they definitely thought this through because this is WWE. And they, as much as we may think that they fly by the seat of their pants based on some of the way some of these things are booked. This was definitely thought through in terms of, hey, what does Kurt Angle give us that Jason Jordan or maybe John Cena or Randy Orton or whoever does not? And I think, Nick, you're right. They've probably figured out not just what's going to happen Sunday, but what's going to happen Monday and now what the storyline is heading into Survivor Series. Well, I mean, you like, hope so, right? I mean, they wouldn't announce so. this unless they knew, right? I mean, geez, Silver King breaking new ground there. They know what they're oh, going to do on. on Raw on Monday night. I mean, geez, of course they do. 
we talked about potential people that could have made this as big or would have, you know, helped the show go on. I mean, I think you could have spun it a certain way with both AJ or Brock, like I mentioned. What about Shawn Michaels, guys? He's coming back. He's an NXT trainer these days. He's going to be the referee. Dude, he's not wrestling. In an NXT. He's retired. Like, he retired. Like, what are you talking about? Get, am I, do I get to talk? I mean, like, like I'm talking about potential like options wrestling. right here. He's in incredible freaking shape right now. I don't know if you've seen pictures of him right now. He's going to referee an NXT match coming up. It leads you to believe he's having more hands-on with the company these days. You're saying to me, what are you talking about? The guy, the guy hasn't, you know, he's not coming back. But you can hide him in a five-on-three match. So if you had wanted to save the angle reveal for something much more important, like towards WrestleMania, maybe this would have been another option out there. I'm sure, look, I'm sure they yeah, investigated. Michael's coming back wouldn't be just as good as Angle coming back, if not better. I mean, like, all, like, all due respect to the man whose name is on the marquee, but Shawn Michaels has said, like, a dozen times, I am never wrestling again, period. That's it. It's not happening. And if he was going to go back on that, I don't know that it would be thrown into a TLC match in an October pay-per-view that's basically a throwaway. But that's it would the be point, a major, can... major event if Shawn Michaels is coming back. You're talking Mr. WrestleMania. You're right, talking the main all, event. You almost stop. made my point for me. Because he doesn't want to come back and headline like this year's Royal Rumble against AJ, which remember AJ putting out those social media right. memes to try to tease up. And I talked to Michaels in the buildup to that. And he said, yeah, WWE talked to me. I didn't want to do it. So obviously he doesn't want to do that. Just like Austin, they tried to get him to come back to mania two years ago in Dallas. He didn't want to do that. But I'm saying in a five on three match, you could hide him. He's already in the company as an employee right now. He could take this bullet if they really needed it. If they looked at what everything on the table and they said, we want Angle to be special. We want it to be mania. We want it to be a buildup. Sean, you don't want to wrestle anyway in a one-on-one. Can you just stand in in this five-on-three? We'll use your name to sell and save the pay-per-view, and you'll basically not even take a bump. We'll work it so you're not even taking a bump. I'm just asking you, would that have been a little bit better? Yeah, like right? I the don't think stink if Michaels didn't take a bump. I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think like, Sean. What's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Stand there and cheerlead from the outside like Jose Lothario? Yeah, I don't think Sean not coming back has to do with him concerned of his ability. That would probably be the last thing on his mind. I think it's wait, 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 I'm wait, done wait, wait, wrestling, real quick, guys. Real, real quick here, because because in Brian's defense, it would be freaking awesome if Sean Michaels came back. I mean, obviously, like I mean that 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 would get me. But like the point is, it would be more exciting than if Kurt Angle came back. I don't even think it's right. But because either. Michaels has no, int- the whole point. I don't, I don't know how you guys aren't getting this. The whole point of it is because Michaels has no intentions to be back. You're not actually wasting it. Because you'd say, okay, in this spot, just take one for the team, stand on the ring apron, do a super kick, have a moment, whatever. Legacy. I mean, take one for the team. But look, why though? Like, why? It's Shawn Michaels. Wow, you this guys isn't are, the time they're asking to come back. It's Shawn literally, Michaels. we're we're basically spitballing ideas on how you could have still got the same attention for people coming back, but not ruin the angle surprise. I don't think I'm I'm asking the the most ridiculous option in this situation. A guy who's in great shape, who's already in the company, and is going to referee a match coming up soon. Like it's not that ridiculous, guys. Like seriously. Um. So what about the point about what Angle can do in the ring coming up on Sunday night? Well, that, that's that, it's a great point to make here is that he's crazier than all of us. He's almost as crazy as Vince. So you, you're scared he might take some bumps. He's going to want to do more bumps than you're going to want him to. Don't you remember this guy moonsaulted off the top of a cage in TNA? He's probably going to go all out because he's it's a It's scary, maniac. man. And it's scary you know because what? of his injuries. As long as, like I mentioned two points ago, as long as they can patch him into the storyline to make this not feel like a one-off, then I'm going to be happy with it. He's going to take a couple bumps, Nick. He's probably not going to take some sick one, like obscenely ridiculous, but he's going to make sure he's a real member of this match, right? He's not going to do what I said maybe Shawn Michaels should have done if you wanted to put a bandaid on it. He's going to be all in. He's going to try to get some. 
is this going to be any connection to how we do see him at Mania? Is there anything that could happen here that spins off even deeper? Or is he literally just filling in in a role? He'll go back to GM. He'll be part of the Shield feud moving forward. Or can they really fast forward ahead and say, whatever plans we had for him for Mania, let's tease that bag a little bit on Sunday night. Well, let me ask you this. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, it depends on who they had him going against is, is really what it comes down to. I mean, it's there's a well, short I mean, you don't time. know specifically what's going to happen, but like, do you think, though, that like that they have a long term? I'm asking you. I don't freaking know either. I mean, I could give my opinion. I want to hear your opinion. What do you think? Uh, who do I think he's going to be in there against? No, well, not, not who do you think it's going to be, but do you think that this is going to dovetail in and this will all be part of the storyline leading up for Kurt Angle now? Uh, I hope so. Or do so. you think I, this is more of a one-off thing and he, and he goes back to what he had been doing before? You know, I, I hope that they that they put it in a little bit deeper because, again, WWE's at their best when they're forced to scramble last minute. When they have no reason to scramble, they don't. This time they kind of have to. Just Angle's name is going to get people in the door to watch it. But will they care about doing enough to patch that forward and keep you going. I think Angle's a big enough name where they're going to have to. They're going to have to give us some kind of tease moving forward. Whether, I don't, like, this is where it's all jumbled. Because, look, the whole idea of Kane coming back had, exactly. had that's, more that's to do with Roman Reigns. Gonna, here's where you lose, because there's no Reigns in the match. So now, what do you, why is Kane there? Or if we tease, like we tease this week, you know, does this mean that The Undertaker, uh, you know, is he going to come back, either come back Sunday or just hear his music? Is there any Undertaker connection? Now that's gone with Reigns out. So, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I'm expecting Angle versus Taker next year at Mania. So, no, I maybe I don't have huge expectations that Angle will come out of this with us knowing where he's going any more than just being the GM. What I kind of love is you have 48-year-old Kurt Angle and 50-year-old Kane. So you're talking 98 years between two dudes in the main event of a 2017 pay-per-view. That's like my favorite thing. But my real favorite thing about all this, honestly, it's AJ Styles in this pay-per-view now. Yes, which is where I was about to just go here. Now we spin this forward to the Styles-Balor match, which, I mean, you want to talk about an upgrade. This is like going from Salisbury steak in your 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 grammar school cafeteria to like a, a strip from Peter Luger. I mean, a bone-in rib by AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Like, this pay-per-view, I mean, literally just got, what, 50 times better with the inclusion of this match? I mean, this is a match that could headline a major show. And now we've got it here hot shot at a couple days out. I mean, I'm pretty jacked up about it. Like, I was not this excited about TLC oh, yeah. two hours ago. And w- where I have some bittersweet stuff with the idea of Angle coming back without a storyline to take it in, I don't have the same feelings in this match, Nick, because of the potential match quality. But the big question you have to ask yourself even more than Angle joining the Shield for one night is, does Balor and Styles have any long-term potential? Is this just a one-night put a Band-Aid on situation. Hey, guys, here's a great dream match you always wanted. We'll do it one time now. We won't do it again for two to three more years. I'll say this for the potential that maybe it's not. They're obviously on separate brands, so that hurts you. But the next pay-per-view is Survivor Series, which is brand versus brand anyway. So if you're really smart and you're sitting in that WWE ideas room or you're by the pool with Patterson, you go, you know what? This feud is going to be a major player (laughs) at Survivor Series. So why don't we just let them do a badass four-star match Sunday night? and we keep the momentum going into November. Guys, these two are so good, and imagine what they would be like together. Nick, right in the damn feel spot, brother. Absolutely. Um, is that is that a lock that they're going to do the brand versus brand at Survivor Series? 
Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it should be. That's okay. Cool. So now, yeah. So now this is a, a kind of a cool vehicle to get there. So, how about the booking for this match, Brian? Who should go over, Balor or Styles, or do you think it'll be a Schmaz finish? Well, that's where it's interesting, and it, and it goes back to what I just said. If it's just a one-off, then it's probably just a Schmaz finish. It's not. There's not a real reason to give any guy a loss. If one guy's going to get a loss, I think AJ can absorb a loss better. A hundred percent. Like Finn, if, if someone so know has that. to win, it, it's got to be Finn. But I'm going to hope that there is a finish and that it does obviously lead to a further storyline at this point. This is a great opportunity that fell into their hands to really shine Balor, where he wasn't going to shine against Bray Wyatt in any form because of the, the orange crap that's been drizzled all over that one right here. Nick, somebody's got to ask the hard questions on this podcast, though, and I'm going to ask you right now. Is there any chance that Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns are not actually sick? And this is a Sister Abigail-influenced storyline, and we will see Bray actually show up in this mask with the pantyhose over his face and the white paint, and maybe Paige coming out as Sister Abigail, and guess what? They infected the whole company, and they're finally going to take it down. Any chance we're going in this direction, Nick? If that's the case, then it'll be in this corner with, with BC and the Silver King moving forward, because <laughs> WWE forever. <laughs> If that if that's the storyline, hey, like let's yeah yeah no no, Sister Abigail is is now running all of WWE <laughs> by infecting people. Look, this is better than Papa Shango. Like Sister Abigail is, is the virus; she's infecting everyone. I, I feel like you secretly like want like WWE to be like a Stephen King script because like you secretly you love the supernatural garbage. Like you you really like. Well, here's the thing: you love I love yeah. when they do it right. They haven't done it right with Bray, so that's why I pop for the tease of it. But man, they it's don't. Not Game of like, I don't know, what are you talking about? Wait, like, when, it's just infecting people? I mean, when, what? When's the last time they did it right? Like, when's the last time they've gone to this absurd length with something and done it well? That's a great question. They don't typically do that. And look, I'm I'm retro and cheesy enough where, like, a Papa Shango type thing where somebody could physically sure. affect somebody's body from a distance. I'm not, like, there's room for that. This is pro wrestling. It's crap. Do I want 90% of wrestling to be centered around the fact that it could be a shoot MMA fight and they just happen to have colorful outfits? Yes. But I do give them the latitude in that 10%. But obviously, guys, when the booking doesn't match up, when the creative is just absurd, then there's no way to enjoy this. But look, think about this. Maybe, just maybe, Sister Abigail infected Bo so that they can break him, so he can become broken Bo Dallas and join the Wyatts finally. And maybe, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm kidding right here. Okay, obviously. Like, I, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I really don't think you are. I think this is secretly what you want to see. Yeah, really it's, deep, it's, it's legit and deep down. Nick, let me ask you something. This is a situation where if you're booking for WWE right now, it's going to the old Nikasa standard. Roll the ball out there. Let AJ and Finn Balor do whatever the hell they want. For 25 minutes. Am I yeah, correct? I mean, I mean, obviously. I mean, there's no there's no doubt that's going to happen. I think the question is just what's the finish going to be? Because you know the match is going to be spectacular. I mean, there's, there's no question about that. Um, I don't know how it's going to work out, but I think we can all agree that if Finn Balor, if there has to be a winner, it has to be Finn. Because AJ yeah. can take the loss and it's okay. Finn, I think, sort of needs the win here if someone is going to get the win. And if indeed Finn gets fed to Brock at some point before WrestleMania then Finn has got to win this match to make Brock look even stronger. That's, that's a great point. Guys, one point about the main event that we didn't get to. We said we speculated whether it would be a one-off for Kurt. We didn't say how they might write this off for Kurt, how they might make this all make sense for the future. There's one factor in this. Miz has spent a lot of time either feuding with Kurt Angle's son or telling Kurt Angle that he's a bad father. Why not, if they weren't, maybe they were playing this, we don't know, why not just take The Miz versus Kurt Angle 
and stick the needle in it right now and juice that thing up and let that be Kurt's spinoff from this so that it's still the S.H.I.E.L.D. adjacent to a degree because the Miz hates the S.H.I.E.L.D., hates that they've stolen this thunder, and, and Kurt is kind of the regulator behind the scenes of that. But why not just go from here? Miz Angle, you I got think, any issue with that? There's, I think there's a good chance it happens. I think you're probably right. Now, I think what would happen have to happen first in the storyline is – because let's say that let's say that you're right, right? And on Monday Night Raw, we get the beginnings of an angle Miz feud, which, by the way, would be sick. That would be awesome. Think of what they could do for each other. Think of how Miz's talking could could be like the perfect foundation for Kurt, and how Kurt's, and how Kurt could make Miz in the ring, make him make him on the WrestleMania level. But here's here's the problem with that. What about Jason Jordan? Well, he's like, going to have to be a part so of it. You, so no, but like you can't have Angle get into this here. Because here's the problem with Jason Jordan. If if they hot shot this too quickly before Jason Jordan, because look, he dropped a curve, dived to Miz at SummerSlam in that tag match that 20 people were in the building for and has not really had that many victories since then. If Angle comes out on Raw and now it's Angle Miz superseding Jordan Miz, who's going to take Jason Jordan seriously if Daddy had to come out and fight his, fight his battles for him? But so look. Yeah. But that's where Jordan gets so upset, and that's where he turns heel with Miz in his ear. This is gold. Patterson, jump in the pool. We got this. I'm in. I'm in. You saw yeah. me. You got that, me. I'm in. That's the move. That's the move. It's Jason Jordan gets upset that Kurt Angle's taking his opportunities. Dad, I thought you brought me to Raw you know, to pump me up, to give me these, these chances, and to make me a real WWE superstar. And like you said, whether it's Miz getting in his ear or whether he thinks about it himself. That's exactly right, the way it goes. Then to close here, how Nick, how do we spin the shield off then? Knowing that the that Kane's involved, knowing that in theory maybe Roman after a few weeks off or whatever, we don't we can't speculate on health, but maybe, you know, the idea that he could be back soon, let's hope. How do, how do you spin the shield off here? How do you still make this shield reunion matter right now with Roman potentially out for a little bit and this setup here with Kane Strowman involved? You got some pieces on the board. What are you doing here? I think by and large, you, you keep it the same. I mean, hopefully Roman won't be out too long. You could probably keep the plans that pretty much the same as what they were going to be heading into Survivor Series. I don't think we're going to see that much of a shakeup in the, the status quo here. I'm more interested almost in what the future is going to hold now for Balor and for Styles than I am for Angle and company, because I think that was probably already set to a degree anyway. Maybe they knew what they were going to do. Because you know the WrestleMania plans are largely set, right? At least for the top of the card for right now. So I think that's kind of kind of going to stay the same. So I don't think I think basically what we're going to get is a better pay-per-view, a more interesting pay-per-view, and more intrigue heading into Raw. And then it'll probably be maybe a little different, but probably closer to the same. I'm more interested almost in what's going to happen as a result of Bray being out now with Styles and Balor and what that match might do for Finn Balor in the eyes of WWE fans who already obviously have a ton of respect for AJ Styles. So what you have is you still have AJ Styles and Finn Balor both out of their respective title pictures. So it makes sense to me is they can wind up leading teams, each Survivor Series teams heading into this pay-per-view. You already have Brock Lesnar and Mahal in that title match. You're going to have the Raw you know, Survivor Series match that we see kind of formulating here. You're going to have the SmackDown one that's formulating on their side. So you get the brands together with the two former Bullet Club leaders, the guys that are now going head-to-head in the singles match at TLC. Suddenly, you make it a great match. You make there a lot of animosity coming out of it. And you have these two guys lead their teams because you know Styles wants that title match and Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, they're going to need to do something to placate him. And by making him the captain of the Survivor Series, which is supposedly held in such high esteem in WWE, I think that'll be a good opportunity to get that feud moving forward. There you have it. There you have it. A comprehensive look 
And a kind of breaking news, Nick, we don't get this kind of breaking news. We don't get these kind of opportunities to react. Sometimes we do in rough situations where there's an injury. Obviously, this is a, it's potentially rough with the illness, but the shakeup is mighty interesting in what they did to save this card on Sunday. Yeah, and I think it should be awesome. I can't wait to watch it. I think the main event will be better. I think the Styles-Balor match will be better than Balor-Bray would have been. And I'm more curious to see what happens on Raw and obviously hope all the sick performers get well soon and get back in action. And no more. No more Pumpkin Bray against Sister Abigail. You know, just like Emelina never happened, right? She came out for 30 seconds and acted like it never happened. Maybe we can hope that Sister Abigail with Bray wearing a sock over his face never happened, Nick. But that's just me. I mean, I I would love for it to be stricken from the record as well and never see it again. Well, there you go. Hey, three uh, three WWE podcasts in one week for this trio. Hey, not bad, right? Follow us on the old social media on Twitter at B Campbell CBS at the Costos at Silverstein Adam. Check out WWE TLC on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern. The WWE Network. Get yourself fired up, Nick. You're particularly an angry person at times. You got an angry two words for the people on the way out. Um, I think, I don't think that I do. I think, you know what I'm going to say? I'm excited. I am now more excited for TLC. It's not anger. It's excitement. I actually can't wait to watch this pay-per-view now. Silver King, you want to take us out of here? I always do. We out. We out.